queens. Hi, I am Empress Sharon Eam, bringing the truth of our stolen history. The mothership has landed. She is your modern-day Noah's Ark, bringing knowledge and understanding of your lost past. Get ready for enlightenment with eyes can see. Tuning in to another broadcast of Eyes Can See uh, on this Facebook Live. Tell your friends and your neighbors, come on, y'all, come on. I have a great word for us today, a great message, so that we can all find ourselves and what happened to us with our uh, stolen identity and uh, our stolen history. So uh, today's topic is going to be on the two covenants, and we're taking it from Galatians 4, 24 through 26. So basically, I want to tell you guys, hi, y'all. Um, I'm here to inform, to teach, and to equip us with, uh, you know, what we need in order to get out of this environment that we're living in. You know, racism is being broken over our lives. You are a special people. We have come through 400 years of the uh, day of vengeance of our God that was visited upon us. There are specific things that are still yet to happen to us. Now, Yahweh left this in the earth where this thing he, made, he has made plain that he is making plain and clear to us how to find ourselves, how to track down what has happened to us and why all of this happened. Yes, we know that uh, Yahweh said that he would visit his day of vengeance upon us because of what our ancestors did to bring us to this, you know, this the uh, present day situation that we're living in because we had stiff necks and hard hearts. You know, uh, Yahweh chose that type of people out of the earth. But he did not leave us in this position because that's why he left his word, you all. And this is tied to different things to draw you a big picture of how all of this happened, what part we play in it, and where to find yourselves right now today. And you can find it in our story, the Holy Bible, okay? So, and it also tells you why it's important that you are a spiritual being inhabiting this natural earthly flesh body and why it is, you know, uh, uh, 
necessary. You know, uh, 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 what's, what's the main, that's what I want to say, what's the main importance of the spirit man inside of this flesh body, y'all? See, y'all got to know y'all are a specific, special people. You don't know who you are. You are, let me tell you who you are, and I'm going to tell you about being this spiritual being in this flesh body and what we're supposed to be doing right now. See, we are people who are hidden in the earth. We are people who Satan has hidden in the earth because he don't want everyone to know that we are Yahweh's chosen children. He chose us out of all the families of the earth, y'all, and it was for a specific purpose. You know, uh, 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 he, he made us to worship him. He made us to express his praise. So in saying all of that is to say that you're the first family of the earth. You are the first. You see, okay, we are royalty and we are the royalty of the earth. And you must be in your rightful place now that we have come through the 400 years of Yahweh's day of vengeance that he promised to us in these end times. Now it's to re-educate yourselves, to wake up, because your name is Jacob. It was changed to Israel. And you must know who you are because time is short. And we must get in place. We must be equipped to know who we are and whose we are and being a spirit being in these earth flesh bodies is to wreak havoc in Satan's kingdom because this is Satan's kingdom that we woke up in. That is why this evil wickedness is going on in our lives, y'all. Satan calls himself the fall. When God created man, God told Satan and all his cohorts, you know, the third of the angels that fell with him, come and reverence what my hands made. Satan said, why should I bow to something younger than me? So he, with his own selfish pride, got him kicked out of heaven. And now he's, he, he's making us pay for what happened to him. Our punishment, see, we had to be punished. Yahweh used Satan's fall to allow him to be God over this earth, to send us through our punishment. And I hope y'all get this because this thing goes deep. It is like a rabbit hole. It is like Alice in the Wonderland, y'all. And we fell down a rabbit hole and now we're waking up and now we must know who we are. We were hidden. Psalms 83 says who we are and how Satan hid us in plain sight and how the revelation is now about to reveal who Yahweh's true children are. So that is why you must be equipped to know how to come out of this because you know what? Yahweh says that in uh, Isaiah 44 and 21 through 22, uh, he has redeemed us. He said he was going to redeem us without money. You can find that in Isaiah 52. He said he was going to redeem us without money. Y'all, it's through the spoken word. It's through the scriptures. He left the scriptures for us. He did not leave us defenseless to come up out of this. You must know who you are. You must know he left the word of God. That's why we had to go to church to learn Yahweh's word. Y'all, it's a, a weapon, a spiritual sword. 
You must know who you are. Wake up, Jacob. Your name is Israel. You're not a Negro. You're not Ham. You are Shem. And we, the whole Middle East is out of place. The so-called Middle East. Now, y'all need to do some darn research. Because you can see how the Gentiles went to the continent of Africa and parted God's land, Yahweh's land. And he said he was going to punish the Gentiles for that. It wasn't theirs to part. And what they did to us, because Yahweh made us an insight into the world at the time that his day of vengeance came upon us. And he made us a commodity. He made us worth more than oil and gold. We were more priceless than oil and gold. Yahweh did this to us. He did it by spoken words. This environment is spiritual. It is like magic. You need to learn the word of God because this environment is like magic. The spirit realm is affecting this natural earthly realm we are living in. We are spiritual beings, y'all. With a spiritual sword, when we learn the word of God, it goes down in our belly and it flows through our belly. It turns into a river of living water. And when we need it, it comes up like a sword and it cuts asunder flesh and spirit. Spirit, you must know who you are. Wake up, Jacob. Your name is Israel. You're not a Negro and you're not from Canaan. We inherited Canaan. Know the difference. Now I'm going to get into my message, the two covenants. Because you know what? In this thing that happened over our lives, y'all need to read Galatians 4, 24 through 26. To understand, you know, this, this, these two covenants of Hagar and Sarah. Remember who Hagar is, y'all. Remember who Sarah is, y'all. They were both uh, uh, a part of Abraham. Sarah was Abraham's wife. And Hagar was, Abraham, was um, given... To, to Abraham, he, he was given a lot of maid servants and, 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 and uh, male servants and, 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 and cattle and, 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 and lands. I mean, just all kinds of stuff that Pharaoh gave to Abraham because Sarah was so fair and, and she was taken into his courts and he was about to marry her until a curse fell on him. And he had to give Sarah back. But along with Sarah came maidservants. So Hagar was in those maidservants that was given to Sarah. Sarah had a hard time trying to get pregnant. But God promised Abraham an inheritance, a seed, where his inheritance would come through. It wasn't through Ishmael, through Hagar's, uh, uh, through, through, through her handmaiden Hagar. It wasn't through the first son, Ishmael. See, Hagar was, was Sarah's slave girl, maid servant, hand servant. She was a slave. Okay? She had the first child, first son, which was supposed to be an heir, but he wasn't an heir to the promise, y'all. 
He was an heir, but he wasn't an heir to, a, to the promise. Jacob was the heir. That's us. That's you, black folks who came through the transatlantic slave trade, your descendants. You are Jacob. We're in the end time uh, uh, vengeance of Yahweh. Okay? Know who you are. So by Sarah uh, uh, giving Hagar as, you know, uh, to have Abraham seed through, she had to eventually kick Hagar and, 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 and Ishmael out because Hagar started puffing herself up. Hey, I'm the big woman. I'm uh, Yeah, you might be the wife, but I'm the one bearing his child. I'm this. I'm that. Oh, you think so, Sarah said? You gotta go. So she kicked him out. But that was that was after the fact that she had her own child. Yahweh blessed her with her own child. Late in age. She was late in age. Not in her 90s, like 99 years old or something. You know, when she had her her first child, her only child. But as, as I get into this word, you're gonna see. I'm going to read to you the scripture uh, uh, telling about Hagar and Sarah. So I was really getting ahead of myself telling y'all this story. Let me let me read scripture to you, and then I'm going to put my, you know, uh, accent on, you know, the scriptures that I read to you to break this thing down to you so you can find yourself, so you can know what this bondage is all about in our lives, affecting our lives today. Talking about we Negroes and we ham. We ain't none of that. But we are under Hagar. She is betraying our mother right now. We are in bondage and slavery. Just like Hagar and her son Ishmael. Let's read about it, y'all. So, Paul is telling the Gentiles in Galatians 4 and 26. And 4 in Genesis. I'm, I'm sorry, in Galatians 4. Verses 24 through 26. So he's talking to the Gentiles, giving them an illustration of, of truly Israel's modern day situation of bondage and captivity. And although it's an allegory, it, was a, it, it is a stark reminder of the consequences of breaking Yahweh's covenant, y'all. The covenant that he gave to his children. But they so conveniently broke it, which we have to pay for. And that's where we find ourselves today. So, uh, this is this uh, Paul is asking these people. So, y'all rather be under the law? Do y'all not hear the law in this? This is law. Y'all under law, and that's where some of our people find themselves at right now. They will not say that this Bible is real. They they will not say that the New Testament is real. They will not follow God's whole word. They pick and choose what they will follow. They say they follow in the Old Testament. Or some just say the Bible ain't true at all. Oh, you don't know how Yahweh left this as your sword to fight your way up out of this. Because just as we were brought in this thing, it, we, it was violent the way we were brought into this thing. Don't think it ain't going to be violent coming up out of it. What did Yahweh say? He said the kingdom of heaven suffers violence. And the violent take it by force. That's where we are, y'all. And you got to take it with this word. Because this is spiritual affecting the natural realm. And you must know who you are. Wake up, Jacob. Your name is Israel. Our time is short. We must be positioned. We must wake up so we can be in position, y'all.
So anyway, he's giving this allegory. He's saying, this is the law, y'all. Don't, don't fall in the, under the law. Don't, don't uh, you know, get cut off because, you know, uh, this is what happened to the true, to the, the true children. Uh, look what will happen to you if you follow their ways and was disobedient. So let's look at this thing. It says, for it is written that Abraham had two sons, one by a bond maid and the other by a free woman. But he who was of the bond woman was born of the flesh. But he of the free woman was born what was born by the promise. Promise meaning through Jesus, which was promised to us, you know, for salvation. Come on, y'all. The promise of redemption through the blood of Jesus. Salvation, y'all. That's what it means. So these things serve as, out, as, as an illustration for the women represents two covenants. One covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children into slavery. This is Hagar. Modern-day African-Americans and those that came through came to the Americas in the transatlantic slave trade, y'all. And those that were a part of the Arab slave trade even to the present today are the tribe of Judah, y'all. We're the living examples of this allegory. And we were exiled, the second exile when, they, when Yahweh's day of vengeance, you know, separated us through the exile from our land was uh, started as early as 68 AD. Read about it in your word. It tells you all about it, y'all. So it says these things serve as, a, as an illustration for the women represents two covenants. One covenant is from Mount Sinai and bears children into slavery. This is Hagar. So this is us, y'all. This this us. This, this, we are that allegory. Now, Hagar stands for Mount Sinai in Arabia and corresponds to the present-day Jerusalem because she is in slavery with her children. Um, and this is why Sarah did not want Isaac to be subjected to Ishmael. He is not a slave. He was born free. And because of Israel, we'll be saved. And this is our second estate. We are the tail. And we will now become the head because we fell into the tail position. And you know what, you all, I just realized something. Forgive me, I'm so ahead of myself. I wanted to truly bring you this message. I didn't even pray over this message and, and bless this message. Let me back up for a minute. I need to pray over this message and bless this word because I want you to get this word. I want you to understand that you are a peculiar people, that you are Yahweh's children, that we are hidden. Satan went to great lengths to hide us and hide us even from ourselves. And he hid us in plain sight. And now the world thinks that we are Negroes, that we are Canaanites. So I need this word to be blessed for it to go in, to flow into your ears, for your all of your eyes, your spiritual eye, your pineal gland and your natural eyes to be open to receive this message. So in Jesus name, I ask that you bless this message. And I thank you, Father, for this platform, for uh, blessing me to be able to come to your children and give them the words of your understanding uh, what the scripture means and how to find themselves in it and to and to prove to themselves and to the world that they can say to the world, I am Hebrew, that I am of the house of Israel, that I am a son of God, and the women are the daughters of Zion, that they, that we may know who we are and that we may speak it. 
that it may go into the ears of the hearer, that they will know in their hearts that we are your children, that it is being revealed who we are and whose we are. And I thank you, Father, for this word going forth in Jesus' name. Amen. So uh, forgive me for that, you all, that I didn't pray and bless this message at the beginning because this thing is so good that God gave me this revelation of who we are and how to, for you all to put your spiritual eyesight on now so you can come with me and see this thing. Because he did say in Isaiah 10 and 20 that we will all stop trusting on uh, our captors. You know what our captors told us about ourselves. And then we're going to start trusting in the word of God because that's the thing that's going to bring us up out of this, y'all. And you got to know how to use the word of God. It is your tools. It is a weapon for such a time as this. We need this. Y'all, we need it like a breath of life. It is our lifeline. Now, come on and find yourselves with me in this word. Okay, so verse 26. But Jerusalem is above, Jerusalem which is above is free, which is the mother of us all. Let me back up. I said, this is why Sarah did not want Isaac to be subjected to Ishmael. He is not a slave. He was born free. Now, we were born free. We were not slaves either at the beginning of this. Now, I'm not saying that, you know, we, you know, uh, about all of us being born into sin. Separate that. I'm talking about how God chose us as a people out of all the families of the earth. We didn't choose him, y'all. He chose us. So, uh, by him choosing us, you know, we were chosen. He chose a free people, but he had to keep sending us into captivity because he chose a stiff-necked, hard-hearted people. He know what kind of people he chose. So, come on, y'all. We got to look at this thing. He says that, that um, because of all of Israel will be saved. Don't look at our present situation, y'all. The scripture says all of Israel will be saved. This is our second estate of things, y'all, what we're going into. We are the tail right now, and we will, become, we, we will now become the head. This is what's happening with Racism been dismantled. Y'all just, ooh, this is just the tip of the iceberg, you all. Keep looking. Keep being alive. Keep keep seeing. Keep Just keep your eyes open. <laughs> y'all finna see something. Ooh, we y'all finna see something. Uh, verse 26. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. This is to Israelites. That is to the Israelite and the born-again Gentile. See, this thing is for both. The Israelite and the Gentile, because that's the way y'all y'all left this. He left the word, he, he left us to go through Jesus, whether you agree with it or not. The scripture says Jesus is that name that causes men to stumble. Because men don't want to follow the whole word. They want to separate, pick and choose. That ain't the way this go, y'all. So uh for it is written, verse 27. Rejoice, thy barren, thy bearest not. Break forth and cry, thou that travailest not. For the desolate have many more children than she which hath an husband. Look, let us look to Sarah, who is the mother of the freeborn. And look, y'all, 
She started off as being barren, but she had a child in her old age because of the promise. She is now, because of that promise, she is now the mother of multitudes. Look at that. She was barren. God made her a promise. Abraham believed. And guess what? She's a multitude. She's a mother of multitudes. Look at that, y'all. And all of those who receive Jesus as Lord becomes her children because they came through Isaac, born free in the spirit of Yahweh. Just because Satan used the Bible and mixed it up with Babylonian religion and mixed our way of life up, you know, he took things here and he took things there and he blended it all together. He meshed it all together and then he threw it back at us. That's why they say Satan go to church. He know the word better than some of us do. Because this system called Gentile rule was given to him, y'all, to take us through Yahweh's day of vengeance. And it was to prove to Satan he couldn't have Jacob. Okay? Because Jacob is set apart. And guess why he can't have Jacob, y'all? Because Jacob produced the 12 tribes of Israel. And guess whose name is on the pearly gates, y'all? Tribe of Judah's name is on the pearly gates. Our name. We own the pearly gates. That's why all of Israel will be saved. Y'all see this? Y'all see this? Open your spiritual eye. Ask Yahweh to give you spiritual insight into what I am telling you. When you read this word, find yourself in it. This is your life that was hidden from you. Satan was so good at what he did, he hid us from ourselves. <laughs> yes, he did. Yes, he did. Hid us from ourselves. We so mixed up and so splendid. We think that we are so many different things. Think we Muslim. Think we 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 um Christian. We think that 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 we're Buddhist. We think we're Harry Krishna. We think we're so many different things. We think that we we we, we claim so many facets of things, y'all, because we had to have an identity. We were searching for an identity. We wanted to belong. So we didn't know we had to have something to cling on to. We had to have something to say, oh well, we're this or we're that. We ain't none of that stuff. Your ancestors came through the transatlantic slave trade or the Arab slave trade. Oh, you're the tribe of Judah. <laughs> and your name is written on the pearly gates. How special are you? How special are you? Who got this nappy hair and this beautiful, melanated, brown skin? How special and important are you? You must know who you are. Wake up, Jacob. Your name is Israel. So, um, to, verse 28. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are children of the promise. So that is to that is to the Gentile, the born again Gentile, not just to any Gentile now. He got to be born again. Got to be a believer of the word of God. And to the Israelite, to the Hebrew people, y'all Hebrews. And if you want want to want to know how to find yourself, then let's ask uh white America, why did they erase Following Satan's suggestion, erase our identity. Do y'all know it is proven that we spoke in Hebrew and wrote in Hebrew before we were disconnected from, from our true identity? 
the Indians, indigenous Indians, black Indians that were in the land, copper colored Indians, brown skinned and melanated Indians in the land, spoke Hebrew and wrote in Hebrew. Isaac, who is in Mexico, black like you and me, spoke Hebrew and wrote in Hebrew. The black Australians, the black South Americans, black folks everywhere that came from these slave trades and that was that 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 was exiled in the land when Yahweh's day of vengeance came and visited the northern ten tribes, yo. When they were exiled in the land in 721 BC, they left black. We coming back black. Know who you are. Wake up, Jacob. Your name is Israel. You're not a Negro and you're not of Ham. You are Shem. You are Shem. Go to the Doggo Archaeological Museum. And everybody, share. Share this. On August 20th this year, next next week, I will be uh, 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 doing a live video of my visit to the museum last year on August 20th to show our ancestors are the true Hebrews. I'm going to give you a tour of that museum again by showing that live video. So please share, 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 share. Make this go viral. So you black folks can wake up and get in position and be equipped because we got somewhere to go. Oh, a second exodus is soon upon us. You better know who you are. Don't miss the boat, y'all. They're thinking you're something that they telling you that you are. That's Satan's lie to keep you confused, to keep us splintered, to keep us separated. Know who you are, black folk. Know who you are. Now, let me read verse 28 again, because this, this is very special, y'all, for y'all to know how a lot of this, th these lies flourished the way that they have, and how all this confusion about who us black folks are in the land and who the church is in the land. Come on, y'all. Verse 28. Now we, brethren, as Isaac was, are the children of promise. So this is where the church switched things up, y'all. And pushed the 12 tribes out whose names are on the pearly gates. So how could they do that? Ah, how could they do that? They pushed the 12 tribes out because the modern-day Jewish people rejects Jesus. So they inserted themselves in a spiritual Israel, y'all. When scripture says that the church is the bride. Now, how could they be spiritual Israel? Come on, y'all. The church says because Israel failed and they, they are in unbelief, how... The church now has inherited the promise and became spiritual is real. This is wrong teaching. And I'm going to give you more about this, you know, because I, I pulled up an article about this because it's called a replacement theory, y'all. Uh, secessionism or, or some kind of crap they call this. This is 
a lie of Satan. Ain't no replacing Israel. Yahweh know who we left in the land and he know who we coming back to get. He know where his children are and he know that he left them under a 400 year day of vengeance. I'm going to stop calling it a punishment because I'm going to call it what it is. It was the day of vengeance that Yahweh visited upon us. And that's where he going to find us, y'all, speaking our way up out of this thing because it is spiritual and it's going and we going to speak our way up out of it, out of this because he said he already redeemed us in Isaiah 44 and 22. So you must agree with the word of God and do what the word of God says. He says, speak it into existence. So you're going to speak that you are redeemed, that we are no longer Hagar's child. We no longer under Hagar, who represents Jerusalem, who is in bondage with her children right now. Y'all, know who you are. Jacob, your name is Israel. So, there are two different groups of people here that the Bible is speaking of, y'all. The 12 tribes whose names are written on the pearly gates <laughs> are the remnant that must come out of Gentile rule, y'all. 12,000 per tribe, Judah scattered <laughs> worldwide. We scattered to the four corners of the earth. So, how is 12,000 per tribe going to look among us? Mm. y'all better wake up and start thinking and start knowing who you are and start associating put one and one together equals two all day long y'all wake up so there they are the survivors worldwide to make up the 144,000, like I said, 12,000 per tribe, we must come out of Gentile rule. That's our present day environment that we are living in. That Luke 21 and 24 tells us what this is, everybody. So see how Satan confuses the truth with lies? But as then, but as then, verse 29, he was... He that was born after the flesh persecuted him that was born after the spirit. Even so, it is now. So man persecuted Jesus, didn't they? Just as they persecute us born again believers now. We believe in God. Just like I saw somebody, I posted something about uh, 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 the Bible and spiritual and who we are. And, and you know, um, about, you know, the trip to the museum of who we are. Somebody laughed. Are you kidding me? But this is only Satan. It's only Satan to try to, you know, keep y'all confused, keep y'all lost, keep you from not knowing who you are. But the devil is a lie because Isaiah 10 and 20 still stands and we still are under covenant with our heavenly father. So it don't matter what man says. It matters what you believe and what you confess out your mouth for us to come back into unity. When we line up with the word of God and say what, what God's word says about who we are, our true identity, then y'all going to see something. Y'all going to see us really forming into, that's when, that's when, I believe that's when Yahweh is going to allow all creations to, to, to see who the sons of God truly are, like the scripture says. So verse, um, okay, verse 30. But what does the scripture say? Expel the slave woman and her son. 
For the slave woman's son would never share in the inheritance with the free woman's son. So y'all see, we were not born slaves. We were born free. Uh, Hagar got in the house and Sarah gave Hagar trying to be helpful to fulfill God's word, to forget, fulfill God's promise in their lives. But what she did was made a way for us to go through Yahweh's day of vengeance over our lives by putting Hagar in the picture, who was a slave woman. And now we find ourselves with our stepmama and our eldest brother, who we are in bondage with. We represent Mount Arabia, y'all. And what it says that we rep represent uh, Jerusalem, who is now, yeah, Mount Sinai. We represent Mount Sinai in Arabia, which corresponds to the present day Jerusalem. That's who we are. We, we're, living, we're living allegory. Wake up, y'all. We're living allegory. Wake up and know what scripture says about you. And you agree to come out of this thing like scripture says that we will. So verse 31, therefore, brothers, we are not children of the slave woman, but of the free woman. To believers, come out of the law and step into grace. To the Gentile believer, come out of the law. And to the Israelite, come out of the law and step into grace. That's this time, this, this administration that's going on right now. This dispensation of time that we're going through right now. We don't understand this whole thing. So y'all trying to say what this and what that, what, what, what that's not. That the Bible is not this and, and that, 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 that we are not that and, and, and Jesus ain't this. And no, all that's true. And, we, and it all works together for our good. Know who you are and wake up. And quit falling for the lies of Satan. Y'all fall for this picture every dog on time. Y'all know this stuff don't even make sense. When you read the word of God, it don't make sense when you put white folks in it. Because their lives don't, didn't even go like that. But our lives did. We were the ones in captivity. We were the ones who had to run over the mountains. We were the ones enslaved, enchained, hung, beaten, abused, misused. When was they ever enslaved for 400 years? When have they ever run over no mountains and, and, and ran out of the land, or out, you know, ran out of our land, which was Canaan, into, you know, the interior part of Africa, even out to, you know, the outer coastal areas of Africa where they took us. Come on, y'all. And then they left the door return in, in Ghana, in Benin. Come on, y'all. You can trace this. Wake up and stop falling for them lies, the deception of Satan. Wake up, Jacob. Your name is Israel. Now let us understand what uh, well, what is going on here. The two covenants of Sarah and Hagar, one in bondage where we became like Hagar and Ishmael. Hagar is still in the house. Sarah kicked her out so that Isaac would not be subjected to his brother. But because we were stiff-necked and hard-hearted, we fell into bondage and captivity, representing Hagar. Because we had to fall under this thing, because Satan puffs himself up. So now he got to have a time in the world. And his time is called Gentile rule, where we find ourselves waking up in under this 400-year thing of bondage and captivity. Know who you are. Wake up, wake up, wake up. Wake up. So there are people who are living upon our motherland. 
calling themselves her children. And they make a war upon her. She is in distress, just like we are in distress. We in distress, y'all. Just as our land, our motherland is in distress because Gentiles are running over her. They overrunning her, y'all. Come on, find yourselves. Find yourselves, Jacob. Find yourselves. Your name is Israel. So let's talk about Hagar, who are called the Hagarines. So Hagar is a people, Hagarines, or the Hagarites, or a people dwelling in the east of Palestine. So that's them Palestinians over there, y'all, them, them, them Hagarines, with whom that, that, that's, uh, Again, that, that's Ishmael's mama, y'all. So this Ishmael and his people over there, them Palestinians, y'all. With whom the tribe of Reuben made war with in the time of Saul. You can find it in 1 Chronicles 5 and 10. 5th chapter, 10th verse. And you can find it in 1 Chronicles 5th chapter, 18 through the 20th verse. Read about it, y'all. Find yourselves. The same people as confederate against Israel I mentioned in Psalms 83 and 6. Didn't I tell you? The hitters, the, the nations around us got together. Hagar was part of them nations, them Hagarines. Got together and erased our name from the land. Yep. Send us around a tree of forgiveness where we don't even know who we are. Say it was crafty, man. Hit us from our doggone selves. How crafty is that? Really, y'all. So, it is generally believed that they were named after Hagar and that the, import, that, they, that the important town and district of Hijar, or Hagar on the borders of the Persian Gulf represents them. So Hagar's son, Ishmael. Let's see how her son's relationship to his brother Isaac was. So let's read about Ishmael, y'all. In Genesis 16, 11 through the 12th verse, talks about Ishmael. It tells us what the Lord said to Hagar about who Ishmael is. It says that Ishmael is a wild donkey of a man. Okay, the birth of Ishmael. The angel of the Lord proceeded, Behold, you have conceived and will bear a son, and you shall name him Ishmael. For the Lord heard your cry of affliction, and he will be a wild donkey of a man, and his hand will be against everyone, and everyone's hand against him. He will live in hostility toward all his brothers. You found it in the Berrien Study Bible. It's still King James, y'all. Come on, y'all. Read the word. Find yourselves. Genesis 25, 12 through 18. Uh, verse 12. This is the account of the family line of Abraham's son Ishmael, whose Sarah's slave Hagar, the Egyptian, born to Abraham. Uh, these are the names of the sons of Ishmael. Listed in the order of their birth. They, they, now, I might slaughter some of these names. Forgive me, y'all. I'm not trying to. But Naboth, the firstborn of Ishmael. Kedar, Abdabil, Misham, Mishma, Duma, Masa, Hada, Tima, Jeter, Nafish, and Kedamah. These were the sons of Ishmael, and these are the names of the 12 tribal rulers, which were the 12 princes, according to their settlements and camps. Y'all, Ishmael lived 137 years. He breathed his last and died, and he was gathered to his people. 
His descendants settled in the area of Havilah to Shur, near the eastern border of Egypt, as you go towards Asher. And they lived in hostility towards all the tribes related to them. Y'all, we were their younger brother. They lived in hostility towards us. That's why they fighting them fake Jews over there now. Those Palestinians, the black ones of the land, because that's their land. But see, you got some Ottoman Turks over there who came in as early as 1000 BC. And the, the um, is that the 10th century or the 11th century? However, uh, uh, they came in and they took over. So now, you know, they think they've been in the land for 3,000 years. And even if they have been in the land for 3,000 years, uh, we've only been out of the land 2,000 years. So that's a lie right there. So basically, they've been in that land for about mm, 2,000 years, we going to say, uh, because that's how long we've been exiled. So uh, they're not the original people of the land. The original people, you can look at, that's why I, I really stress. The Archaeological Museum, y'all, Rockefeller, through the uh, universities, the University of Chicago here, and then throughout universities of major cities, and then all over the world, y'all, they have an archaeological department where they have disassembled uh, different temple walls and brought those things here and made museums and put those artifacts of Egypt and the museums in them. Know who you are. They brought your, your people to you so it could prove what the people truly look like. Yo, wake up to this information. Now when y'all should have got, the light bulb should have went off when we looked at, at, at Richard Pryor well, he, you know, was showing the how they went into the caves, them Egyptian caves, y'all. And then they, they turned on the lights. And they saw them black folks. And then he said, wow, that looked like my uncle. Yeah. Uh-huh. That looked like modern-day black folk. Because that's our ancestors that prove who was in the land, y'all. Satan can disguise. He can hide us. He can have the world mistreating us out of the passions of their heart. Not knowing that what they reap, they must sow. We are the first family of the earth. We are the royal family. We are royalty, y'all. Yahweh chose our family out of all the families of the earth. He said we was rebels from the womb. You can find that in Isaiah 48, 8 through 11. But he chose us through the furnace of affliction. He said his name will not be polluted. He will not give his glory to another. He know who he left in the land, y'all. That's why the proof is turning up, carved in stones in the archaeological museum. When y'all gonna take this thing? When y'all gonna take back your authority? He left y'all authority through his word. That's why the word of God is so important for us. It is a spiritual sword, a living sword. Y'all, the word of God is living. It is real. It is true. It has already performed itself. It has already fulfilled itself on certain things. Y'all, 
We are the evidence of the word of God. It is already performed itself and y'all say the word of God ain't true. Ah! You call it God a lie. He said without faith it is impossible to please him. You must believe the word of God so that you can please Yahweh and we can get in our rightful place. It is up to you. It is up to you. Unity will come when we agree with the word of God and we start speaking that thing into being. This our whole atmosphere, our whole atmosphere, y'all, is spiritual, affecting this natural earthly realm where we can taste, touch, feel, and see, smell, you know, with these natural senses, which is the natural realm. The spirit realm, our spirit beings, we have a spirit inside of us and we're supposed to be wreaking havoc in Satan's kingdom because we got a spiritual sword when y'all know how to use it. And when we use it in unison, y'all, to take back what belongs to us. Isaiah 60 and 5 says our reparations is coming back to us as well as our treasures, as well as our wealth, our we already have our authority. He said we already redeemed. Isaiah 44 and 22. And keep putting that on this uh, before your eyes. We already redeemed. All we got to do is start agreeing with the word of God, y'all. Just agree. Agree that Yahweh's word says that it will do what, what it is doing. What it is doing because it's alive. It's spiritual. It's alive. Come on, y'all. Let's use the word of God. Oh, my God. Y'all just don't know who you are as a people. First family of the earth. From this day forward, you are Hebrew. You are an Israelite people. You are the tribe of Judah here in the Americas. Stop calling yourself Negro. You're not an African-American. You're not black. You're not colored. You're not any of those things. We're not splintered. It's all different faceted, just like the prism of a rainbow. You know how, how a prism is? It just fractures. And it just, you know, when it, when it hits an object, it fractures. It fractures, y'all. It fractures and, and, and go everywhere. That's just like how we are right now. We, we just so many different things. When we all can identify with being slave descendants, we were one thing. Yahweh's children who fulfilled his word that happened over our lives. Come on and know who you are. This is a time of spiritual awakening. It's time to wake up to your true identity. I was going to read to you about what Ishmael has done to his brothers, how modern day slavery is still going on, how the Zanj people, how they had to suffer slavery in the Arab slave trade from 869 to 883. And even though, I'm going to tell you, they had to stop slavery because you know why? Um, following the Haitian slave revolt, the movement for the abolition gained momentum leading 
the way to abolition of the transatlantic slave trade because they didn't want another Haitian slave revolt. The Haitians took their land back. They took their island back. But see, Satan got in that thing. This is Satan's reality we living in, y'all. This is kingdom. That's why, that's why magic is so prevalent. That's why it works. It, it is, it, it's real. It works. It works just like the word of God does. Because the spirit realm is like a magical realm. And once you know that this spoken word that God left us to come out of this thing, and to fight our enemies with, because he says that one puts a thousand to flight, two will slay 10,000 with the word of God. The word of God is spiritual. It separates what is flesh and what is spirit. Come on, y'all. Let that spirit man rise up inside of you. Let the, train up your spirit man. Teach your feed your spiritual man spiritual food, which is the word of God. And quit saying that the word of God don't work because it is powerful. It's sharper than any two-edged sword. It has power. Just like the name of Jesus has power. You gotta know. Try it. Test it. Yahweh said, here with. He said, prove me here with. He wants you to try his word. He wants you to agree with his word and speak his word into existence. He wants you to take things by the spoken word. The word got to be his word, though. It's got to be the scriptures. It's got to be the spoken word. It's got to be this sword. This is a sword. This is a Bible. It is a sword. A living word. This is alive. Just like we are alive, this word is alive. Use it. It will change our situation. It will give us the unity that we desire. It will change our world. Come on, y'all. I need y'all with me on this. I need for us to wake up to who we are and whose we are. Satan went to great lengths to hide us. But he just didn't know. Yahweh had so many ways to prove who his children are. Y'all think of mixed race people. Or even them people pretending to be who we are. Genesis 9 and 27. I tell you that Yafid is living in Shem's tents. Come on, y'all. That even... Come on, y'all. That even agrees <laughs> that our identity has been stolen. Somebody else living in our tents. They are assuming our identity. Well, we have to pay for the crime. We doing, we doing the time. <laughs> we paying for turning against y'all way. We paying for this. But they just breezing along through life, living through our name. Because our name is associated with authority and with power and with wealth. Know who we are. Know who you are. Know how special you are. Know how powerful you are. That's the whole point of this. They don't want you to know how powerful you are. They don't want you to know with the word in our mouth that says one puts a thousand to flight, two puts ten thousand. Imagine how many of us get together 
in agreement with what Yahweh word says about who we are and how we can change our lives and our situations by speaking the spoken word of God, our spiritual warfare weapon. I am here to help equip you to show you how to get up out of this. Yahweh said he already redeemed us. He said he would do it without money. Read it in Isaiah 52. He said he already redeemed us. What we waiting on. The ball is in our court. It's in our mouths. He put it in our heart. When we were sitting in them church pews, y'all, every Sunday. Or when we picked up that Bible and learned that word through the Holy Spirit. Who guide us and lead us. Who comfort us. Y'all know who y'all are. So that we can come on and be prepared, y'all. The second exodus is soon upon us. That's what's next for us. Y'all. So come on. Y'all can read about the replacement theory. So I said that I was going to get to y'all. I was going to, you know, bring up the replacement theory that I was going to go into the church. Well, the replacement theory teaches that the church is to replace Israel and that the many promises made to Israel in the Bible are already fulfilled in the Christian church and not in Israel. See, that, that's that lie that Satan put out in the, in the world among these people that, that they call, that's calling themselves the church. The prophecies in the scripture concerning the blessings and restoration of Israel to the promised land are spiritualized and allegorized into the promises of God's blessing for the church. Now, didn't, didn't Jesus say he spoke in parables? See, he do this thing in parables, y'all. He don't just put it straight in your face, y'all. He do, but he do it in a parable. And it's for you to get it. It's for you to get, get the meat, to crack open that nut and get the meat of that nut and eat it. You know, to, to disseminate that thing, break it up, chew it up, get the good taste out of it so it can nourish your bone, so it can give you, give you what you need. Come on, y'all. This replacement theory is a lie. It says if Israel has been, and what it says, major problems exist with this view, it sure do. Because it says just as a continuing existence of the Jewish people throughout the centuries, and especially with the revival of the modern state of Israel. See, first of all, you're right. Israel is a state. But Yahweh said that he was, he, he's in Isaiah 66 and 8. He says that he was forming us into a nation. That we were being formed into a nation, y'all. So Israel is only a state. So that whole... Prophecy has not been fulfilled yet because we're not in our place just yet. We're just waking up to who we are. Our 400 years just completed over us for Yahweh's day of vengeance over our lives. So come on, y'all. We're right in this, within this time period. We need to wake up. And it says that the uh, major problems exist with this view. Yes, we know. Uh, the Jewish people has stayed in existence and the state of Israel is now, you know, a modern state. So if Israel has been condemned by God and there's no future for the Jewish nation, so Satan says, that's not what Yahweh's word says. How do we explain the supernatural survival of the Jewish people for over the past 2,000 years? Here we are, y'all. We the Jew. We are 
the Jewish people that came from Jerusalem during the time of the exile, the last exile of 68 AD, y'all. We are those people. And we've been in existence for over 2,000 years, and we can prove it. All right? So how do they explain why and how Israel reappeared as a nation in the 20th century after not existing for 1,900 years? So that's some stuff to think about. And now my time is up. I'm going to leave you all with this, and we're going to go more into this thing next week. But you all be blessed. And I hope you all learned a lot. And share, 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 everyone. Share this information so that we can all come to our true identity and, and uh, stolen history of who we are. You are the first family of the earth. You are that, 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 that city that sits upon the hill. He's made you an ensign to the nations to come get you, to take you through a punishment of 400 years when they, Yahweh's day of vengeance visit you. Now he's making you an ensign and putting you back upon that, that, that hill to be that city set upon the hill, that bright and shining star, so that everybody can be drawn to you and your light is about to shine. So I leave you all with this and blessings you all. Have a blessed day and enjoy your weekend. And remember tomorrow's the Sabbath. So blessings and I love you all. Goodbye for now. Uh -huh.